I'm joined here in, in our commentary booth by Michael Hannan, the Anglo Sales football an- analyst. Michael, uh, very exciting game. What did you make of it? Yeah, no, very exciting. I have to say, I thought Ballyhays deserved a victory in the end. When when they played football, they probably played it a bit slicker than, than uh, Arva had done. The first half, in particular, against the Breeze, they played some very good football into, into the Breeze. Uh, you know, and they, they deserve to win it, and you can't deny it to them. Like they've been, I don't know, many semi-finals and finals they've lost over the years, but they they've sort of become a running joke at this stage. But you know, they deserved it there today, and they didn't make it easy for themselves. Like having the man sent off, they had the battle there. Uh, but they, they showed what they probably have been accused of of bottling in other years they showed this year that they didn't they just dug in they kept going the odds were against them there at the end and uh, they held on you know well deserved um, who impressed you on the, on the Bobby Hayes side? well uh, in the first half Kevin Tierney was causing serious serious amount of trouble in there for uh, for Morrison you know for Morris um, every t- like he was winning balls he shouldn't didn't deserve to win balls were being sent in he was, he was making stuff happen o- off them it was very impressive considering that Arva were dropping men back and he was surrounded yet he was still coming out with the ball he, he scored he made the goal for himself out of nothing he completely generated a goal out of nothing for himself brilliant finish uh, so you know he, he was very impressive but beside him there you had Stephen Smith just absolutely everywhere he, I don't think he gave the ball away once you know I was just watching him every time he got the ball something good came off it and he's, and he's just been announced here as man of the match uh, yeah. talking. He, w- he would have been my man of the match because I, I, what I lost count was probably 1-5 he scored for I think he got 1-5 or 1-6 yeah, so he's, very very, he's extremely accurate well look he's technically very good when he strikes the ball it's a question of whether he can get the time and space for himself that usually is dependent on how his teammates around him are moving you know so even there at the end he, he, he put the ball over the bar I saw him turn around he, he sprinted maybe you know 60 metres to get a tackle in he was out in his legs but he was given absolutely every, every single piece of energy inside him to, to the cause and Paddy Hayes had also had some good players to bring off the bench I thought Shane McKerrin did well when he came on he got in a lot of good good tackles and um, Shane Briarty came on and picked up Kieran Brady there for the last 10 minutes as well so um, yeah. it just goes through you need that quality on the bench if you're going to get over the line in a championship yeah well Paddy Hayes they've had a lot of good underage teams over the years and it's kind of been a question as to why why they've never maybe put it together so you can see the bench was very strong today even as you look at onto the pitch there we just commented on the amount of people that are there like they, they should be a senior club they should have a lot of huge strength and depth they're not a small team you know um, but but like in, I thought uh, Sean McCormick there in the last 10 minutes started really showing leadership and he soldiered around for, for a long time for, for a good few years without getting any rewards so you know, they did a lot of players and early players in every line that, that kind of stood up and, and, and were counted there, especially in the last 10 minutes. Because Arva had that period there for seven or eight minutes where they were completely on top. And then, then we saw Bally Hayes uh, just kind of come back into a crucial period, last 10 minutes, where they just kind of settled the thing again and tapped over a few breakaway scores. And, and you know, they were full. I thought, it, particularly the way they played in the first half, they were deserving of the, of the victory today. Um, we're just we're just scanning the pitch here, uh, Mickey. To see, can we see Damien Donahue, our roving reporter? He's gone down to the field with a mic. I just can't see see him there. He's probably going to try and get John Brady or one of the Ballyhays players. But if you spot him, let me know. Um, a word for Arva. Uh, well, look, the, uh, the, the age profile of their team is such that there's going to be an, a, an improvement anyway. They've a lot of young players there. The injury to Boucher was was you know it was it was a cruel blow at the time that it came. Uh, I mean, he set up the goal at the start of the second half. Uh, what do you think happened to him that he was able to come back on? Because he looked to be in a lot of pain. He looked to be in an awful lot of pain. They called for the stretcher more or less immediately. Uh, he was down the ground for a good two, two and a half, three minutes. I'd say he just t- got a real bad bang on, on, on the knee. He was kind of lucky not to have got a free because it, it wasn't quite shoulder charge. He was just more or less blocked, straight blocked. 
and it looked like he just got a bang to the front of the knee which could be very painful but you could see him almost trying to run it off like he, he nearly knew when he was off that he it wasn't serious yeah well we set it up here I, I, as soon as I saw him standing up I said but jeez this man's fit to stand up a minute ago he was on a stretcher yeah. and next thing he was walking and next thing he was running and next thing he was back on uh, they, they, they done the right thing they, they didn't throw him on straight away they said here's a bib see if yourself can warm up now when he went back on he wasn't, he wasn't what he was beforehand you know you can see that it had took a little bit out of him he lost that last ball in the corner there where he tried to take on his man and he wouldn't have done that in the first year in the first half with a with, uh, you know, before the injury came in, have we got Damien down there? It's yeah, like we're just trying to find where the ball is. Go to Damien. He's down in front of. Right Trying down on the sideline here by the chairperson of Ballyhill, Susan Brady. Elation is the only word you can describe it. What what scenes here? Amazing, absolutely, absolutely amazing. You know, if last year we had tears of upset. This year is total tears of joy. Gilroy Cup has come back to Ballyhill. First time in forty-seven years. I can't describe it, Damien. I'm just, I'm. I'll not be right for at least... I'm not never stuck for wars, but I am. I was just going to say that. That's the first time I've ever seen Susan Brady actually struggling to say a few words, but she's, she's obviously overcome with emotion. There's tears in your eyes. I suppose the people listening in around the world, there's, there's so many Ballyhays people have got in contact with us. They're, they're overjoyed with this occasion, and it's a long time coming. You deserve this one. It's, it's, it's amazing. The work rate and the work ethic of every single club in Ballyhays over the last number of years like it's deserving that at long last you know we now have this monkey up our back so we're now up or long playing division one football proper and you know you just for the community for everybody like all of the years of hard hard work has just finally reaped the reward Damien you're bound to have a few uh, nervy moments in that second half the first half performance was phenomenal second half you have to credit our they threw everything at you Absolutely, but you would be. You, we were expecting that. Like our, our team, they've never laid down ever, ever, ever. Like they're the jammiest team. I said it the other night that the luckiest team going. But we were there. We were prepared for them. We didn't take the the foot off, and we over the line. I know two points, but we always said there's only going to be two or three points in it. Like our are a good team, you know, and to have achieved what they have achieved is phenomenal. But we just could, no matter how much we like them. We couldn't let them take us over today. I suppose the most important thing is that what time is closing time in Anthony Brady's tonight? Next question, Damien. <laughs> thanks, Susan. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks very much, Damien. And we hope everyone could, could hear that loud and clear co- coming through. Damien's going to hop around the field and see can he, can he pick up anyone else. Mickey, um, Porrick Moore there in the corner for Bally Hayes. He's a player that has really impressed me in this championship. He's a young forward. He, he seems to have, have all the... the physical attributes you need he's fast he can win the ball and he can kick with both feet do you think he has the potential to go on and, and be a big player well in terms of uh, for Bally Hayes or in well, terms could, for a county could he, could he break through to a county panel could he break through to a county panel look uh, usually the limiting factor with most players is athleticism now he seems to be ticking those boxes he's able to win his own ball he's able to make stuff happen when he gets it so it will be interesting he, I think he played county minor in 2011 so I mean it's not like he's never been involved with, with, with panels before sometimes players you know they can go off the boil a little bit uh, I, I definitely saw something there today in him that would let me think that yeah if he was in with the right hands and people were there giving him time to develop then he could potentially have something to offer a county panel absolutely yeah we're just going to go back down to so we're just joined down on the sideline by some of the Ballyhay supporters here the young girls I'm going to get your name so give me your first and second name Sarah Brady hello and what's your name Amy Caldwell Gronya Callan Lucy Jane Grant Lucy Jane Grant Liam Vasselli. Ellie Brady. 
Brady. Girls, what are you thinking of performance by Ballyhale? <laughs> and who? Jobby is who's who was the best player today? Sean McCormick. Sean McCormick was your best player. And did you win something yesterday? I did win. I, me and Kelsey Smith won the shield in football under ten. Well done. This is some of the the Bally Hills cheer. Give us a big cheer before we go back. Good to, hear, good to hear the young phantom. Damien gets that reaction from, from teenage girls or, or younger everywhere he goes. Kier, we, we talked coming into the game what an important player Kieran Brady was going to need to be for Arva. And I, I just felt the game the game didn't suit, suit him today. He, was, he, he tends to bring the ball into, into collisions and he gets away with it. And you know he bullies the opposition at times. He's so strong and powerful on the run. But I, I felt that... that it, the, the game didn't suit him he was carrying the ball into traffic but Ballyhills were very disciplined in their, in their tactic what did you think? Yeah like the thing that always impresses me about Kieran Brady anytime I see him playing is, is football and IQ because he seems to know when to bring it into contact and when not to bring it into contact uh, like some players always bring it in and some players never bring it in but you know it's impossible to win a free unless you bring the ball into contact sometimes you try to take a player on he always seems to walk that line correctly today possibly didn't walk it you know he, he was the other side of that line too often when he tried to take it on he got, he got caught but at the same time, he, he, had a, he was still one of his better players but by some distance. You know, he, he made a lot happen. He kicked a point there. I, I, I would have thought now, though, however, when they got the spare man, that we would have seen him on the ball more. Instead, um, you know, we nearly saw him on the ball less at that stage. When he, that's when he could have come to the f- could have come to the fore because they had a spare man. He could have easily given give and go, give and go, uh, create an overlap, sustain an overlap up the pitch, and take a score. I thought we would have seen him more, but maybe at that stage he, he'd been doing. I thought he'd been getting through phenomenal work. Maybe at that stage, th- you know, the legs were a little bit empty because he had done so much. I mean, there's only so much you can do in any game. But at that stage, you know, he, he maybe had run him, not run himself into the ground, but he just wasn't as fresh as you nearly would have hoped to have him at that stage of the game 15 minutes ago. Another man I wanted to ask you about, Mickey, was the wing half forward, David Brady, county minor this year. And was He played three years of county minor football. I thought for, for a lad who's probably not turned 18 yet, or maybe has just turned 18, I thought he, he, he operated very well in that company. Yeah, no, he was in the first half in particular. He was outstanding. He uh, he was an option at midfield. He he was putting Arva against the breeze. Arva were kicking the ball out against the breeze, breeze, and he was putting them under serious pressure because they couldn't get the ball to midfield all the time. And there he was, this giant of a man, the half forward line. Look, he's very skillful. He's left foot, right foot, good speed, good athleticism. And what what I like about him was his intelligence as well. Like. There was a ball popped up in the middle of the field, and if he had a went to catch it one time, he was going to get creamed. Instead, what he done, he jumped up, he just flipped it forward, and he kept the yeah, move going on. That Do you that remember that yeah. in the middle of the park? It's just a guy that when I see him, I was like, right, you know, y- you, w- you wouldn't have even, even have been aware that maybe he was aware of that. You know, that's just spatial awareness of what's going on around him without having to turn his head to see everything that's going on. He just knew from what he'd seen maybe three or four seconds earlier what the likelihood of that happening was that if I catch this ball, I'm in trouble. Instead, he just went up, he didn't even look to catch it, just flipped it on. I just went, yeah, there, there's a guy who's tuned into the game. He's at the level of the game. I mean, for a guy who's turning, he's maybe already turned 18. He's definitely played minor this year, so yeah. he's, he only turned 18 this year. He definitely ticks all the box boxes in terms of of uh, future county footballer, you know? Yeah, and a good year for him personally because he's got a McCrory Cup medal and now he's got an Intermediate Championship medal, so can't ask for much more than that. And it's, I suppose it's, it's an interesting... Um, story that we tell in years to come that his dad played in goals and that David actually made his debut for the club before his dad did so that's probably has never happened before but I, I thought it was very interesting that his father was able to pick out his, his son with his kickouts and he knew David's runs and things well he probably brought him down to the park a few <laughs> evenings <laughs> worked on something like that you know bit of, bit of father son time joined by the Ballyhays manager here John Brady I suppose for victory 
second half there. Ah, well, it was always going to be that way, Damien. You know Arv as well as I know them. They're never going to give up. They keep coming back at you. It was especially then the man being sent off as well, you know, with, what was there, 10 minutes to go. Um, but we showed great character. We went down and got a point, you know, at one end, but three in it again. And I know they got back to two, but we didn't score very much else. We didn't concede any goal chances in that space of time. You know, the subs coming on work really well as well. You know, uh, even Barry McCrudden there, I know he wasn't on the field too long, but he won a couple of vital balls. Just get the hands on the ball and, and we held on to it. And we just boxed clever in the last 15 minutes. We've done what we had to do to, to win the game. It was close, but we've had a number of people on and myself and Paul doing commentary. We couldn't see what the red card was for. Could, could you shed any light on it? No, I think you'll have to ask the referee that one. I, we don't have a clue. Like, I don't know. There's no point in saying we don't know. Connor was frustrated coming up. Frustrated. He doesn't know. He doesn't know himself what he was sent off for. So. Yeah. At this point, hopefully we get that cleared up at some point. But to look at the positive aspects of the game, you got off to the perfect start. Yeah, we got the perfect start. Um, two good goals in the first half. Kevin Tierney was on fire the first few minutes. But when they got to them, him, then to mark him, you had Stephen Smith and you had Parik Moore and you had Martin Connerty and you know what I mean. Probably at the end of the day, we had probably one or two many forwards for them, you know what I mean but fair play to Harvard, they deserve great credit, they just keep coming back they never give up, like I think they were about 7 or 8 points down in one stage in the first half and came back to came back to within 2 at the end so it was, but it was different for us in, in previous games, we had to come from behind to win so this time we had to lead from the front and, and try to keep leading when you, when you look back on the, uh, the the first half of the game, Stephen Smith obviously was, was crucial to it. He, uh, you know, he, he again tried the championship. He's he's been in some unbelievable form, but his shooting has been excellent. But that's something that's been true the entire Ballyhays team. I I reckon you probably haven't hit double digits and wides in total in the championship so far. So are you doing a lot of work on shooting? Yeah, well we do. Like I would have been a forward myself, and that's one thing I always felt back in the day. Back in the day when when men were men. I tell you what, two boys were men today, but we'll come back. Ah, uh, well, there was a load, load of men out there. There was a lot of hard hits in that game, and from both sides, hard but fair hits, and it was a phenomenal game of football. I, I know me standing along the line, I'm hoarse now at the minute, but it was, it was phenomenal stuff. Like for a county final, it was, it was a massive spectacle, a big crowd, good day, everything, everything was, was good about it, and, and the result, of course, at the end. The result, but as from a neutral looking at it, 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 the quality of the football was, was phenomenal by both teams. The quality of scores. Both forwards set up like there was no easy scores got, but yet there was some phenomenal distances, angles, everything. It had it had them all. You know, there are lots of good forwards in both sides. Yeah, and there's lots of good forwards in the county. Like that has been the case. The Butler's Bridge match, Jonathan Leddy and Kevin Riley, and um, again Drum Lane, you've Ryan Conley. Do you know what I mean? No matter what game you come in, you're coming up again two or three great, excellent forwards. So there is plenty of talent there in the in the, in the county at the minute. You know. Marcus Duffy like, was phenomenal for us today. For a, he's still a minor, he was minor this year. Like he, he's just outstanding at centre. But going in the intermediate final and play with play with the freedom that he did there, you know, and turn over ball and he's just phenomenal. It, it, you said it to me during the week that Ballyhays have been favourites for the intermediate for 15 going on 20 years maybe, and they finally got over the line. It's 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 a lot thanks to you. You you obviously put belief into these boys that they could get over the line. Yeah, well, over the over the period of time we've been there, we've probably tried to work on that a wee bit. You know, you have to be conscious of the your history. But a lot of this team weren't born 47 years ago. Do you know, it wasn't to them. It wasn't 47. This this year's team is a different team. So we tried to come at it from that approach. You know, so hopefully now 
the shackles will be off hopefully come all sport competition and try and kick on in it as well you know and we've an important league game coming up in a few weeks so look at the mental stuff it is what it is but we've a few very strong leaders in that team as well and to get them all on the field all fit to play you know that's been a huge asset to us subs coming on Scotchy came on were outstanding as well you know just you can't be high enough in praise and there was another eight or ten lads on the, on the bench you know could come on in anyone's place and, and be able to do a job for you on the day as well so. it's absolutely brilliant a great occasion congratulations John and best of luck in Ulster we'll be following you all the way in wearecavin.com cheers Th- thanks very much Damien <coughs> I think that's going to just about wrap it up for us. I think Damien's got a few more. He's, he's got a teenage fans up again. I think he might want to speak to No, he doesn't. That's okay. Look, I think we're going to wrap it up with that, Mickey. We, we hopefully get you in for a podcast during the week, and we, we look ahead to the, to the culmination of the, of the domestic season next week with the senior championship. But Damien Donahue and Mark O'Rourke, a very pleased looking Mark O'Rourke coming up the stairs here. Damien, one last question I'm going to ask you. You won an intermediate championship medal yourself, and you've not played senior football. How hard is it, is it to make that step up? Is there potential in Valley Hills to go on and compete well at senior level? Yeah, um, I, like they have, they have. Co- once you have forwards, you, you can compete, right? Like most teams, you need to have three forwards, you know, because you can. When you get to senior level, you can always drop men back and play defensively and change the way you play. Like if Valley Hills went out to play the way they played today at senior football, I don't think they they they'd get too far. But they they have quality that they can decide if they got to senior. Look, if we really want to be competitive. You know, do what let's say Castle Rahan are doing at the moment. Let's change the way we play, set up defensively. We have the forward, so they they have the you know they have the option of doing that. Like when when we first went up, you know, in 2002, you know, there was none of that sort of people weren't thinking along those those lines. You know, we probably didn't have the forwards anyway. We had a team we had five or six lads that played county senior and as defenders. You know, coming through at that stage. So uh, when I when I looked at them, Bally Hayes do have those three forwards. You know, they have Smith, they have Tierney, they have. Uh, more they've Connaughty's if they've like they can if they want to they can change the, the way they play they can say right we're going to set up and play basically mirror the way Castle Rahan are doing so you know they have they have that potential they have that ability uh, it was interesting to hear John Brady name check Marcus Duffy like you know so there's a there's a young lad I, I know him from uh, playing schools football you know he's a very athletic player very fast the, he's only going to get better as well okay he got a black card a bit rash there uh, near the end but you know he's another lad that's got got definitely got great potential for when they go senior that they probably haven't seen the improvement that's going to come to his game over the next 18 months so they, they have a lot a lot of guys like that uh, that age profile so it's, it's going to be interesting for them but but they do have solid underage structures and what they do is have they've they, they a big pick like let's be honest about yeah, it they, absolutely they, they have a, a big pick and it can be a numbers game you know it's no coincidence that you see the big the big teams with the big picks always competing at, at senior level also, just wondering, wh- while he was name-checking all the young talents, I wonder w- if John Brady maybe has half an eye on the uh, Under-21 job in Cavan. Yeah, you know, why not? It, he, he's name-checked a lot of young players there from, you know, he started naming Ryan Conley and all these other boys, and he's very cognizant of all the talent that's out there probably, especially having a... Well, I, I don't think there's anyone who goes to more football matches than John Brady. He goes, mm. He's at every match that, uh, that I go to, he's at, he's at them all, and I'd say he's at that more as well, so... <laughs> And he, he, could do worse. he has hoovered up the under twenty one titles at Rammer uh, with Aston Gales and he, okay he was over Lavi and they, we were saying that they never won a championship match but he had them really competitive you know drawn they drew matches with Mullahorn who won championships at Kingscourt and Kingscourt who also went on and won championships in his time there 
So, you know, I, I wonder maybe, <laughs> but maybe, you know, maybe he's committed to Bally Hayes to be there for a few well, more I, years. Well, I'm a firm believer that the hardest thing to do in, in, in sport is to break new ground, is to win it, win something after 50 years of work. Because you're not just winning the championship, you're, it, it's like you're winning the double championship. It's, they're so hard to win it. Like, the, they were due to have won championships in the last 48, 48 years, 47 years, and they didn't win any. And every year you don't win it, it gets harder and harder. It doesn't get any easier, in my opinion. Mm. Like, I always think back to the likes of what Martin McHugh did with Cavan in 97 like that was so hard to do to come in and win that what, what Gerard Nan did with Clare what Liam Griffin did with Wexford so to, to have done that is, is a hell of an achievement yeah because despite what people say like you know it's a it's a there is a mental block built up there because people like look at Mayo right it's becoming this thing like it's nearly becoming this national you know everybody knows about the curse and how many lads are still alive from the team yeah. that won it in 51 or 52 or whatever year it was you know and the players can pretend to not to not you know not it doesn't matter to them don't care about it and it doesn't you know but at the same time it, 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 it's it matters to everyone else and everyone else will influence players you know the amount of Mayo supporters that just go oh god we're going up to Crow Park again you know sort of as opposed to yeah we're going to Great Park Crow Park it's great to be there it's brilliant to be involved all this kind of stuff so I, I you know it, you're, you're right there too like that's massive massive victory for, for Bally Hayes it, it is a really hard thing to do to win the first one is the hard thing like you know th- that, that, that was one of the things I thought about uh, Arva like the fact that they won the junior last year and that was their sort of monkey off their back they were coming into this final today and it just struck me like they'd not until they won they'd won their championship last year yeah. now they were kind of in bonus territory well, that's exactly it but when I was went up this game, the reason I plucked for Ballyhays was I felt you had to look at whose need is greater. I think Ballyhays had to win, whereas Arva, as you say, it was bonus territory. They'll know the time is on their side and they'll be back. If Ballyhays hadn't won this year, it's just going to get harder. But like I, 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 I can remember in 2001, 2002, we won the junior in 2001. We went straight up. We won the intermediate the following year. And I remember just kind of turning up. But there was no pressure on us in 2002. Like we were in bonus territory, even though we didn't fully realise it. We didn't we probably didn't even know the standard of teams we were playing and beating because we'd been playing junior for you know 102 years so uh, you know I just thought maybe Arva could have had a bit of that about them today that you know and, and that would have made them a very dangerous animal you weren't, you weren't playing junior for 102 years no, no not me Just <laughs> <laughs> probably the point that uh, that uh, John Brady was making yeah we're just going to have a word with some of the some of the Bally Hayes fellas well done boys well done Eamon good man well done Stephen First of all, boys, massive congratulations. Even coming for Red Hills, man, I have to say, <laughs> genuinely delighted for you, and well deserved. Um, how does it feel to have to have done it after all these years? Uh, it's pretty good, boss. Pretty good. It's been a long time coming now for, especially for us two. We've been uh, around a long time now trying to get there. So that final whistle was was a great feeling now, to be honest. What sort of a game was that to play in, Eamon? Uh Probably the same as it was at the side of the same. It was a great game of football. I think we kind of knew we were happy at half time. Things had gone well. But listen, that Arva team don't lie down for anybody in fairness. They didn't make three finals in our own for no reason. Um, I'm just so proud of our lads that we dug in, uh, especially when the man went off. We dug in for the last 15 minutes and just today we weren't getting it. That was, that was our motto and it managed to get us there in the end, thank God. What do you think made the difference in, the, in Valley Hayes in getting over the line? I know you lost the final last year, so you're, you're going to be there or thereabouts, but it, it takes a huge effort to get over the line. It's a massive effort. and it takes a t- Every year it takes a huge effort. And there's a lot of commitment to go back in at the start of a year. I know for myself, I wasn't there last year. I didn't feel I could commit to it. I think this year, a lot of boys just said, listen, we're going to have one big rattle at it. I think the squad was probably what got us there in previous games, even today, being able to bring lads off the bench and not 
affect the, the, the team, not lower the, the quality of the team. It's probably what got us over the over the line in the end today. And so you're 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 glad that you came back now. <laughs> it's turned out to be a good move. There was times during the year there I was wondering when I was getting up on Monday morning that <laughs> I wasn't moving too well, now, but uh, it's paid off in the end. That that was worth it there today. Now, so. And Anthony Brady's name is on your jersey. There is that where the party's at tonight? Anthony Brady's name is on the jersey. That's where the party be shortly, and uh, he'll make all his sponsorship money back and won't go and say. <laughs> And in the second half of that, when Manarva were coming back, what was what was going through your head? Did you ever, did you ever feel that it might be slipping away from you, or were you always confident? Um, I don't think we ever felt it. You know, as I said, the dressing before the game, the gun was put to our head a few times in this championship. You know, the bridge got three points up on us. We were in trouble. Jermaine got ahead of us at the start of the second half in the semi-final. We bounced back. I'm always confident that the last ten or fifteen minutes we'll have the legs. Like Stephen said it earlier. We, We've been playing Division 1 football, it's been a huge addition to us this year. The extra pace, the extra speed in the games up there has just definitely stood to us. We're playing at a pace maybe that, that other teams like Arva, not through any fault of their own, they're not at that standard in the league. Um, they're getting there and they'll probably be there next year, but it does make a difference in that last 10-15 minutes. And as I said, your boys coming off the bench, the quality we have. It's yeah, great to see Shane McKernan did very well when he came Shane in. Shane McKernan made a big difference. And then Barry McCormick as well. Yeah. A bit of experience. Great for him as well today, obviously, after all his years trying yeah. to get there. Absolutely. So. And I, do you think having, having been asked the question against the bridge and Drumlane and coming through that, it helped to strengthen the resolve? You knew that, that if push come to shove, that, that you would be able to respond? Absolutely. I mean, that bridge game was as hard a game as we played in a long time. Even Division 1 League this year, their, their forwards had just paced the board. They came out, the, the two or three boys that we hadn't seen before, hadn't played in the previous match. And really, that was, it was really, really put up to us that day. Ten minutes into the second half, I'd say there was a lot of people probably thinking, same old Bally Hayes, they're gone again, they're, they're not going to be able to get over the line. But we knew this year there was something different about us this year. We, we decided that the one thing that wasn't going to let us down was going to be our character and a bit of steel. And that shone through the whole, uh, the whole way through, I suppose. And again today, when, when we were really under the cosh there the last 10 or 15 minutes, boys got tackles in, boys got back got their bodies in the way, got their hands on ball <coughs> and just got us over the line I suppose. And with all the celebrating's done now you have an Ulster campaign to look forward to. <laughs> I suppose you haven't even thought about it yet. I'm not even one bit worried about us <laughs> at the moment. We didn't look at it at all to be honest. Really for us it's about winning this championship. You know, for the community, for the parish, 47 years is far too long for a, a community like ours, a village like ours to be waiting for a championship. You know, it was time that, that a team stood up and, and won something for the village. It's a whole new generation, a whole generation never seen us win a championship. I'm hoping that drives drives the younger lads with great talent coming through. That's what we're hoping is that we can drive on now. Senior football next year. We'll have it up in Austin in a couple of weeks' time, I suppose, and see who we have around mm-hmm. that at that stage. Uh, have you a couple of days booked off work? Yeah, uh, I've one or two already. Yeah. <laughs> Good man. You'll hardly stay late in Brady's tonight, though. Oh no, no, no! And I heard you were trying to hang him on the other night out and uh, up for the match and darts and team and everything. Then that's enough. Oh well, no, no, no! I, I'm sure that he closes at a respectable hour all the time. All the time yes. There was lots of people listening in around the world and sending their congratulations. Uh, one particular lad was 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 bent over a milking parlour. Niall Connolly <laughs> was stuck in in down in Australia. Or I think it's Australia. He's it's Australia, in. Australia, yeah. But he uh, is in the second half. He's really tested the nerves of your supporters. Well, we've a habit of doing that. Emma and Miguel for the century a few times because you not do something easy for once. <laughs> and uh, I said, that's not the way we operate. <laughs> we generally, but at least for once, we get them a happy end. And uh, we don't normally do um, they're going out wondering why we, how we lost one again, but we managed to get over. So. A brief word about John Brady. Um, you know, first year involved, obviously he's had a huge impact. Ah, he's a huge impact. John has been around. He knows. He knows how to get teams to to championships, to, to finals, and that. He had Lavi won a couple of under twenty ones with them. That bit of know how. 
and then I suppose letting the players then sort of drive it as well he doesn't get in the way too much if, if, if the players feel there's something to say something to drive but the thing about John is full commitment 100% and gets all well with everybody there's never any lesson so yeah. it's a big big plus oh absolutely listen it's not just John I know last year we had our own man failing in charge who put in a huge foundation there the boys we were coming from a low ebb probably from the previous couple of years and they came so close last year two games lost the whole year I think Phelan has to take an awful lot of credit as well for putting in that foundation and, and getting us to where we were today or, or at the start of this year yeah, people people seem to forget that it is a very different team than from last year the, the addition of yourself Eamon Brady David Brady Marcus Duffy Stephen Smith all huge additions to that team that, that just weren't available last year well that's it I suppose I suppose that's probably where I was sitting here looking at the match last year and Maybe we didn't have the archers on the sideline when Coothill put it up to the boys last year. And maybe that's what I probably said, even if I wasn't going to get in the team to be able to contribute from the bench or whatever it might be, just to help the lads that little bit. And I think that's what a few of us, Stephen said it as well, coming back, and he said, we just give it to, just see what we can sort of add to it. And I said, that's probably the big difference this year. You know? You'll yeah. stick around to play senior though next year. <laughs> I'm making no comment, no commitments <laughs> at this stage. Uh, but the senior is helping, yeah. <laughs> Of course it is. It's a great opportunity to get out and put on the Ballyhays jersey in a senior championship. Yeah. I'm sure Eamon Costello or the man who's just about to join us, Stephen Smith, uh, won't won't miss out on that opportunity. Stephen, you're man of the match. We we were looking back over the championship so far, trying to just tot up. You're you're probably over one thirty in in four games. I think it is in the championship. You know what are you taking? I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, look at as a, I probably had an interview with you earlier. Oh, and Damien, I just said you know just the difference kind of this year with me was I just was able to come into a year injury free and I was able to get a, a pre season in front of me and the difference that makes when you're able to stay injury free and maybe I shed a few pounds which was maybe needed as well. Like, but kind of felt fit and with sitting last year, right? I suppose I had that added little bit of hunger, that added little bit of drive. Um, I suppose we kind of pinpointed the difference that playing in Division 1 made for us as well. We faced challenges every single weekend, you know, and we would pinpoint the game maybe against Castle Ryan there earlier in the year where we were on the back of a couple of defeats, managed to get a result there, and that, that really has stood to us, you know, and from there on we've kind of driven on. I think, I don't know how many games we've lost in the last four all year like so you know there's character in this team there is and I know it might have been questioned in different occasions but there is there's guts and there's character here and we knew that um, I just thank God we managed to get over the line Yeah, just a quick message in here from Shane Waters on Twitter he's saying tell Eamon and Stephen I said congrats delighted for the lads and there's one from David Duggan who's also sending in his congratulations really wish he was round um, and great coverage here thanks very much David he says it makes up for losing in the semi-final um, in London yesterday this. So there's there's lots of people around the world that are that are tuned in and, and listening and as excited as you boys are. You you have done the, the the town and the parish of Castle Tower and Ballyhays. I suppose a few of them will make sure I mention the Castle yeah, Tower yeah, end yeah, of it. Yeah. But you have done them very proud. Ah yeah, look like this was this was for everybody. I suppose when we you know came here this morning, we left Ballyhays this morning. You know you could see the flags, you could see the bunt and all the good good luck banners and stuff like that. And you know that drives you on. That knows there's an awful lot of people right behind you. you look out in the field and there's just so many people happy. And I suppose the big thing was, you know, you've seen the amount of past players and ex-players and that, and lads that have soldiered for Bally Hayes for a long number of years and just weren't lucky to get that opportunity, weren't able to get over the line. And I suppose that's that's for them as much as it is for us. Just a quick word, I see Eamon Brady still out on the field, but it's a very unique thing in, in Gaelic football. A father and son win an intermediate title together. It's it's a beautiful thing, really, isn't it? Ah, that's great. Like, and fair as the two boys have made such a difference. Like David is, is one of the biggest talents in Cavan, without a doubt. Like, you know... 
you see what he's doing at, at 17, 18 years of age there in, a, in an intermediate final, what he's done for the Cavan Miners this year as well. He's, he's the future, not just of our club, but hopefully of the county as well. And Eamon's experience is second to all, like I said. That's an intermediate to go with his numerous senior championships. Colin Riley was asked in the programme, is there any young players in your club to watch out for? And he said, Eamon Brady and Barry McCrone. Well, well, that's... <laughs> Connie doesn't want to name himself because I think he was named as one of the older players in the Celtic a couple of weeks ago. He wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> the Celtic never lie. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's absolutely wonderful occasion, lads. We're going to let you go and enjoy the celebrations. I'm sure it'll be a, it'll be a good evening's fun, and maybe even I might you might have a tipple on the Monday. <laughs> we might have one or two. Congratulations, lads. Well done. Well done, lads. Well done. Enjoy. So, folks, I think we'll we'll wrap up the coverage here of We Are Cavan's um, intermediate final Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship final where Bally Hayes have been crowned champions for 2015 after what was I can only describe as an unbelievable game of football I thought it was really entertaining I thought both sides deserve huge credit I suppose you've already covered it last while I'm away but Arva this young team they'll definitely be back Oh, they'll definitely be back they are so young that, that there's going to be that natural improvement we were, talk- we were talking about that earlier uh, Look, they, they toiled a little hard for a lot of their scores, but I think that uh, moving forward, they just get a little more speed and power into the team as they get older. Those scores will come a bit easier, they'll be a bit slicker, and they're going to be here again. They're going to be here for the next couple of years, definitely. Definitely are, there's no doubt. They're, they're a very strong outfit, um, Arva, and they will uh, no doubt build on that. Maybe the hurt, it takes, one to l- it takes losing one to win one to say so. I'm sure, well... We'll see in time, but it, it, it has proven well for Bally Hayes. It proved well for Arva Junior. Maybe it'll prove well for Arva at Intermediate in the future. Yeah, I, I think if you look at the two teams, Bally Hayes look like a team that are ready to play senior football. I don't think Arva are ready to play senior football. If they had it went up, they might have come back down maybe. So it, it's probably, probably the best thing for both clubs here, even though it's very hard to accept that. I can remember playing in a junior final in 2000 and, and we lost. We came back the following year. We, we won it. And it was the right thing for us at the time, even though it, it didn't feel like it. You know, Bally Hayes—they look like a senior, a senior team at this stage. Those young lads that we name-checked earlier, there's been, a, you know, those five or six new guys that are in the team—they look like they're all ready to play. Arvid just look like they need one more year at this level, but it's such a hard championship to win. It's going to be again next year, six, seven, eight years. That's the that's the real sickener about the intermediate championship. It's probably the most competitive of all the championships. There are six, seven, eight teams that could win it. So they they do have a long hard road. Let's let's not kid ourselves about it. But you know they showed when they lost the junior, they came back to win the following year. There's absolutely no reason why they can't come back again next year. Yeah, without a doubt. So on that, folks, we'll wrap up the coverage brought to you by Crover House Hotel on the shores of Loch Sheelan and O'Reilly's Bars in New York on 35th and 31st Street. Thanks for listening in to We Are Cavan from around the world. Hope you enjoyed the coverage of the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship final between Ballyhays and Arva, which sees Ballyhays lifting the Tommy Gilroy Cup, Stephen Smith getting man of the match, and in my opinion, I'd say he's going to be the intermediate player of the year, but that's for another day. Thanks for listening Republic to We Are Cavan. Republic of Ireland residents and properties only. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.
Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Check out We Are Cavan football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Club V is Cavan's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Looking for somewhere for a post-match pint? To catch up on the crack and discuss the game? Why not call in to Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great pints. So drop in to Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Celtic Warrior, crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie. RCE, Building Cost Consultants. In these challenging economic times, RCE can reduce the overheads of companies that can no longer afford the luxury of a full-time quantity surveyor or estimator. Contact Ronan by email on ronan at rce.ie or check out our website www.rce.ie. Terry and all the staff at Highland Hardware would like to wish Bally Hayes every success in the intermediate final. Brian, Barney, Cully and all the staff at Cully's Craft Bakery, proud sponsors of the Cavan Junior Football Championship, would like to wish Arva the very best of luck in the intermediate final. Dermot Lee and all the staff at Lee's Gala would like to wish Bally Hayes the best of luck on Sunday. Hugh Horrigan and family, the Boar's Head, Capel Street, Dublin, wishes Arva the very best of luck in the intermediate final on Sunday. Romar Energy, 
offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Thinking of buying or building your first home, moving house or improving your current home? At Ulster Bank, we understand that choosing the right mortgage is a big decision. That's why we're offering a range of three, five and seven year fixed rate mortgages and the same rates to new and existing customers. So why not come along to the Ulster Bank Mortgage Information Evening in the Hotel Kilmore Cavan, Thursday, October the 22nd from 6.30pm. Talk to our mortgage specialists, speakers and trade experts on the night about the best option for you. Admission is free. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Terms and conditions apply. Over 18s. Republic of Ireland residents and properties only. Security and insurance required. Fees may apply. Early repayment charges apply during fixed period. Maximum loan to value is 90%. Varies by buyer type. Find out more at ulsterbank.ie. Information correct as of September 24th, 2015. Ulster Bank Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.